we have our wonderful word, the one word with which the whole spiritual life can be distilled down to Ephatha. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing the word right, but anyway, Father Eric, a deep scholar of scripture can help us all later after the retreat to understand how to pronounce it. But to be open, to be open is the key. If I could pass one key off to you about the spiritual life, it is that, to be open. St. Ignatius writes that his eyes were opened just a little. So this opening is not like this massive, you know, thing that we have to do is opening just a bit, a little bit of awareness, a little bit. That's all. God can do much with very little. Remember the widow's might dropped into the treasury. Just a wee coin that is worth less than a penny drew Jesus's attention. Not all of the other gems and jewelry and everything else that was put in the treasury. It was the wee might of the widow that caught his attention. The Lord loves small, seemingly insignificant things. So we don't have to do much. We just have to do what we can. The best that we can right now. I uh, was telling you stories about some of the homeless people I met in New York. And as I'm back here in this wonderful area of the world, I have more memories of them. I was, my subway ticket ran out and uh, I was there in line, a line of people waiting to get my subway ticket, which made me an easy target uh, for um, donations to the homeless. They started coming up to me. And one lady said, "Uh, Father, I need some money. And I told her, well, can you just wait until I get my ticket? And she said, yes. So after I got my ticket, I um, had a little couple of extra, you know, coins and things. And I said, I will give you some money, but I'm going to ask you one little favor. And she said, what is that? And I said, could you please pray for me? And she goes, oh, Father, I could never do that. I said, why not? Well, you're a priest. Like you are supposed, you know, you're the one that's close to God. And I said, no, 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 no. God hears the cry of the poor. You can also pray. And then she looks at me and she says, I will do the best of my ability. What else could God ask for? This being open, ephathatha, is just to the best of our ability. What we can muster today, what we can muster in the present moment. Let's take a closer look at this gospel passage. This man who is deaf and has a speaking impediment. Jesus reaches out and he touches him. I love the imagery of this passage. Jesus Christ, the incarnate son of God, spitting on the ground. 
It's just wonderful. True God, true man. You know? (laughs) This is it, spitting. In other accounts, Jesus makes mud out of this. And he puts it in the eyes and the ears. Divine spittle mixed with the mud of the ground, the dirt, reaches it out and applies it to the senses of the people. This imagery of Jesus Christ reaching out to put his finger into the man's ear, to put mud into the blind man's eyes, so evocative, at least for me, at least for me. Others don't seem to get as excited about it as I do. (laughs) But this means, my dear friends, for me, that God comes to meet us in our senses. Our Catholic faith is a sensual religion. Sensual. The sacraments take the senses seriously. We have to hear those wonderful words, I absolve you from your sins. We have to taste the blessed sacrament. We have to feel the water poured over our head. And I'll tell you what, holy cats, did those kids at Old St. Pat's feel it because it was always frigid. I'd always tell the sacristan, turn on the water a half hour before the baptism. It was always just like ice poured over the kid. He'll never forget he was baptized, that's for sure. (laughs) We have to experience the sacraments. I don't care how virtually augmented the world gets, how immersive technologies take over our civilization. You will never be able to receive the sacraments from a hologram or through a screen. One must Come forth to the church and have the senses engaged. Okay, so this gospel passage is about that. It's Jesus meeting us in our senses, our eyes, our ears, open just a little, just a little. The wonderful poem of Gerard Manley Hopkins as kingfishers catch fire has this wonderful ending. It says that Christ plays in 10,000 places, lovely in limbs and lovely in eyes, not his, to the Father through the features of our faces. That's to say that everything, all of creation, every moment is filled with Christ. The one sitting on your right, the one on your left, the way the sunlight is falling into the room, the creation, these beautiful mountains that we look out at, the scripture passages that we read, all of it in some way or another. If our eyes are open just a little to see God's presence there, that's it. This is it. There was this movie that came out. It was called uh, Risen. Risen. Um, 
the writing was was good, but it was all right. And and uh, but it was about the centurion is going about trying to solve the mystery of who stole the body of Jesus from the tomb. So that's the, you know, that's what the writers are playing with. This, uh, and uh, you know, so it's kind of a Sherlock Holmes is the centurion going around. Uh, interrogating and investigating the disciples. And they wrote one of the disciples, I don't remember who it is, but they wrote one of him as a California surfer dude, right? Uh, Which would be really interesting in the Palestine of that time. (laughs) Anyway, and a satyrian comes and he's interrogating this disciple and he says, where is Jesus? And he goes, whoa, (laughs) he's everywhere. (laughs) Nothing truer could be said. He is. If our eyes are open just a little, a wee bit, he is. He's present there. How do we go from not noticing to noticing? As Shakespeare would say, I, here's the rub. This is it. How do we go from not having sight to sight, from not hearing to hearing? Well, I think it's having the right disposition, the right disposition, the right frame of mind, the right disposition of the heart. This is the spiritual life. It's the disposition of openness. If we don't have it, we will miss it. I know when I miss things in front of me, is because A, I'm distracted, don't have the right disposition, somebody is speaking, but my mind is elsewhere, or I'm just my normal way of existence, oblivious. (laughs) I've already left coffee mugs around the house in Rye. They're immaculately clean house. It's much easier to keep clean now that I was in my way. <laughs> Some of the fathers were mentioning me in uh, Michigan because I'm the superior. I'm supposed to be attuned to everything happening. <laughs> but I'm not. <laughs> and they said, Father, do you think we should finally get rid of the balloons in our living room? And I was like, what balloons? <laughs> He said, the ones that the Rem Christie women's section hung a month ago, they're gold and red. And I was like, really? I go in there and then sure enough, I said, oh, balloons. They've been there for a month and I missed it. It's a mystery how we go from being aware to uh, unaware to aware. But it's that, it's the right frame of mind. Listening in the most obvious sense is perception of sound by the ears. 
There are many sounds around us that we do not perceive because we do not respond to them. We ignore them. The ticking of a clock, the hum of an air conditioner, the distant sound of wind blowing through the leaves. When we pause, however, this is the important part. When we pause, we suddenly register something. Wait, is that the hum of the heater? It is. Is that the ticking of a clock? I don't hear one. (laughs) (laughs) All of those things, we start to go from listening to deeper awareness of what is going on. That's the pause. That's the disposition. The pause is the hearing aid. The hearing aid. I remember once celebrating a mass and there was this fellow that was waiting outside the church. He was the first one in the parking lot beating even the priest. (laughs) Though to be honest, usually most people beat me. (laughs) I'm usually late, but anyway, I was very early because I had to unlock the church and he was there, this World War II veteran wearing the veteran's cap. He's standing by the door and I go to unlock it and he looks at me and he says, Well, Father, doesn't matter what you say today. I was like, okay. (laughs) He goes, you could have the best homily in the history of the Catholic Church, and it won't matter. And I said, well, why is that? Because I forgot my hearing aids. (laughs) It is so true. Yes, this is how we go from hearing to listening. We need to have the spiritual hearing aids of awareness, of pausing, of stopping, of beholding, of just having our eyes opened a little bit right here, right now, in this spot of time, that we call the present moment, God is with us. Can I notice it? 